In the words of Illinois Rock and Roll Hall of Fame group REO Speedwagon, oh, you got to learn to roll with the changes. And this is the Fat Man Chronicles. Welcome to episode 146 of the Fat Man Chronicles, FMC Run Chicago, Chapter 17. I'm Pete, and I'm with my buddy Dave, and we are a couple of middle-aged dads trying to figure this thing out. (laughs) How are you, brother? Pete, I'm happy to say I'm in a great mood today. That's great. So I had been a while. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, we'll get to your good mood. I just... I had to explain, I had to do an REO quote because my buddy Dean got to play at the Illinois Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony with three-fifths of REO uh, last night. Dean's a guitarist. He's He's been on the No Fear Project when I had that uh, podcast going, and he's a, he's a, fr- a long-time friend, so I had REO on the mind. That's all right. Yeah. I love REO Speedwagon. Who doesn't? I mean, you know, an Illinois, Illinois connection. Yeah, it there. was a big song um, when I was at Bradley. It was one of our big like fraternity songs that would be on a uh, like twelve if we were in Spinal Tap, and it just <laughs> was fun, you know. And we're old. I'm old, growing up in the '80s, so uh, I like it. I, I have to. I'm giggling because I think of the. Uh, 10 Junk Miles, REO Speedwagon, patron name, which we won't... We, we won't say here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I can't... I, now that's all I hear anytime yeah. someone says REO Speedwagon. All right, so what's got you in such a good mood? You know what? I think it's just um, we have one week of school left. I've kind of hit my uh, um, self-pity party in my mind, his like... Stop feeling sorry for yourself and make the changes. Go out, do something. Uh, so I had a great week. Um, and I just feel like uh, I I, uh, I got a lot of things off my chest that have been inside. And just sometimes just being honest uh, with the other people and honest to yourself does a lot. And I had a, I had a good week. So I'm just nice. in a good mood today. Good. Yeah, it's man. good to hear. And you're... Uh, still kind of like on your on your uh, way to that new gig, right? So, you- yeah, I can't wait. I'm I'm over baking. Like uh, you said the other day, that changing a job doesn't doesn't change anything. But in a lot of ways, a hundred percent, I agree with you. But there's just a a, a mental load. I, I very much like the person I work for. I very much don't like what I do, and I'm looking forward to just not. It's not stressful, like physically, but mentally, it just it 
it's a burden on me, and I, I don't mean any disrespect to, to the woman that I work for. She works very hard. She's very talented, but uh, my culinary days are long gone, and I don't want to be a part of it anymore, and, and the end is near, and I'm never going back uh, to the back of the house in a restaurant ever again. <laughs> like, chapter closed. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I hear you. Like, what I meant to clarify, like, Changing the job definitely can give you a mental boost. It doesn't do the work for you, though, right? Like oh, that's 100... kind of what I meant, right? Like, it's, right, right. It's definitely a step in the right direction, but it's still on you to take that opportunity and capitalize on it, right? It's... And I and I heard that, and I'm just, you know, like there's a part of me. Uh, something came up in my Facebook memories from David Clark, who we were both big uh, fans of. And one of his quotes was, I don't want to be the person who runs a, who runs a marathon. I want to be the type of person who runs marathon. And it really struck a chord that no matter what I say or what I say, if I don't actually do it, then it's all just a bunch of talk. And I would never let Braden have uh, what I like to refer as a poopy patty party like I've been in. So I just had that moment of stop feeling sorry for yourself. Stop complaining. If you want to do it, you got to get out the door and take day one. And I just I, uh, I had a great week. I had four days of exercise, which felt great. And the first day was such a struggle just to get out the door. And once I got out the door, it was like, man, this is awesome. Right? So break and, it down. What did you do? Uh, I did. So, so I've laughed because you hate when I talk Disney. Oh, but I have, a, I have a group of friends who want to do a virtual uh, marathon, half marathon. Everyone's doing different distances. So I want to be a part of that group. So I have a program, just Hal Higdon, from now, from that started last week up until when Disney Marathon is. So it's like 30-something weeks. So my goal was to hit just the mileage, not run, not run walk, whatever I do, like nothing specific. So I got four walks in. I have um, three three-mile walks and a 4.37-mile walk because I misjudged. But it was really, it was, we had a great weather week here. I had a good eating week. I got out the door, and just those four walks were unbelievably, like, refreshing. And, hey, I can do this. It doesn't have to, I don't have to rewrite the record books, but I got out and I did. I accomplished what I set out to accomplish. Step one. That's huge. Yeah. Walking is underrated. I, I, I think <laughs> that it, it's such a good low impact exercise. And if you want it to lead to something more in terms of speed, right? So either increasing the speed with the walk or throwing running in, in there, it can happen. It's a yeah. it's a it's a gateway exercise if you if you want sure, it sure. to be right. When but, I first ran Disney way back when in 2011, that was my first marathon. I couldn't run a mile 
but I just I just walked like my first walk I think was two miles and it gassed me I was I was heavy then probably close to the same weight that I'm at now and eventually I got to the point where I was walking 40 miles a week and then it was easy just to take that next step and just walk a little faster and then you're like hey I feel really good maybe I could just speed up that stride and the next thing you know you're running and I had that um, I still can't see a marathon is still so far away for me right now from where I'm at physically but it was so much more important for me just to have a successful week and then um, build upon that and have a second successful week right I'm not thinking about week three I want to have a successful week this coming week yeah I, I, walking 40 mile purposefully walking 40 miles a week is no joke right like yeah. that's it took me a long time to do it, but yeah. I had a plan back then because I was so motivated. Like it was the first time I definitely had a different purpose. It was the first time I was training for um, team and training. I had a great uh, friend from the fire department um, who was diagnosed with cancer, and he ended up um, unfortunately passing away at 32. Had a one-year-old son at that time, so it was it was. A much, like the purpose was so great then that it was like that was the motivation and now I just have I've never had myself as the motivation which is different now that's that's fantastic I, I look my my point with Disney was and I and I know that you know it I want to make sure that everybody else knows it it's that <laughs> you weren't looking at what was in front of you if what's in front of you is a virtual Disney then fantastic right like that's when you think about it you know mm. i think that like you're saying worry about week two i mean you can't worry about that big goal until you get those building blocks set right you don't build a house on right. shaky ground you build a foundation and, well, and i had to build a house i had to bring it so far back to the basics that i can't talk about running baltimore if i can't get out the door on a Monday and now I got out the door on Monday and it was and it felt amazing like it's not super hot yet and uh, a lot of my walks were at night uh, yesterday I dropped Brayden off at the pool and I hate sitting at the pool by myself so uh, the pool is 0.48 miles from the track so I dropped Brayden off he was with his uh, squad at the pool and I walked to the track and did three miles on the track and walked back. And it was in the middle of the day. It was like 2 o'clock. And uh, so it wasn't too bad. But it was hot raining on the track. And you kind of suffer a little bit. And walking three miles in circles on a track was a good mental test. Because the whole way, I'm like, man, I should just <laughs> go back. Like, what am I doing? And once you can like start overcoming those little tiny obstacles then your mind starts going in that direction right that i can and uh i'm definitely uh in a big i can't mental like thought process and like for the first time uh you know we've been doing this for months that i've been that i'm slowly in that first stage of i can coming out of i can't so it's been a great week 
Good. Well, we've had some role reversal then, because I yeah, did not have what, a good week. It was. Do you, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Do you think it's? Uh, I jumped the gun too quick, but I was going to ask you if you thought it was just post race blues. No. Or just a bad week. Yeah. So it's not post race blues. I don't. I don't really get post race blues. I, it's something. Probably one of the few things that I don't struggle with. Um, I was fine at the beginning of the week. I, I will say that where I do struggle is coming off races. I do struggle with eating because mm-hmm. I'm so ravenous after the race and you kind of loosen up your rules, right? And and guidelines. I guess I don't really have rules at this point, but more guidelines. And I and I'm just hungry. And yeah. eating the correct food foods for me kind of just went out the door lucky for me i haven't really like i gained a little bit after uh the time in wisconsin and i've kind of stayed there uh but i still need to get back to eating the way that i was for all those weeks and the reason being is just i feel better right like so now like where i i hadn't needed like a pepsid or like i didn't have any like I felt good, like I just don't feel good. So mm-hmm. today I I I caught it, right? It, I mean, you're talking about a very short amount of time. Uh so I caught it and I and I just promised myself that okay, you'll get kind of back to doing what is good. So it for didn't you. just happen immediately post race. It's been through the week. Yeah. Well, I think what did it was was this. I I had the you know, a couple days off. I go out and run on Tuesday, and I felt pretty good. Mm-hmm. But I had like just right at the end of the run, something was bothering me, and I, I'll call it my hip area because I don't what well, I don't know what else to call it. I do have to do hip exercises because I often struggle with the hip area, you know that. IT band and you know there's other you know parts in there and I'm careful about it Mm -hmm. but maybe not as diligent as I should always be and I really wasn't post-race as diligent as I should have been so I said okay that's a little bit I start to get diligent about it I do the next day I had four easy and I was supposed to do strides and about three and a half miles into that run, I'm like, man, something really hurts. And it wasn't like ache. It was like a like a sharp pain. Mm-hmm. And it was like in the fr- more the front of my upper hip, kind of where that bone is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I know the labrum's in there, you know, nearby. And so I'm like, well, you know, you got to watch that. I'm just thinking, okay, I got to do more strength exercises. So I'm thinking... About like, hey, what am I going to do post-run as I finish up that last half mile? And I get near the end and I realize I'm like galloping. I'm in so much pain that I'm like almost like galloping because I'm I'm trying to take pressure real quick off that leg. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's on my left-hand side. And when I got done, I'm like, okay, take a breath. This isn't a big deal. You're not injured. Do your strides and you'll be fine. Well, as soon as I started to try to speed up, that pain got 
like it was unbearable. It was like a lightning. Um, now, do you flash. think that could be from going from the the trail to the pavement? Well, so there's a couple of things I think it could have been. One, it could just be that I didn't do enough of my kind of PT rehab kind of stuff after the race, right? Mm-hmm. It could it could just be that. It could be that that race has some steep hills that right. I'm not used to. And yeah, someone showed a picture of the street part. Yeah. And the and I was really like taken back at what those from the picture it was significantly more of a hill than I'd pictured on a rail trail. Yeah, or being a part pa- of that race. Yeah, because you're on a pa- you're on pavement at that point, right? Going up right. and over the tunnel. The reason that the train didn't go think about it, right? The reason the right, train right. didn't go up and over is because it's a little steep, or you're not yeah. going to build that tunnel, right? But it was um, the first visual I've had of that. Yeah. So it was. I'm like, wow, that's like a legit. Yeah, legit coming, hill. It's not like my driveway's got like a nice little incline, yeah. where, you know, what you think is a hill on a rail trail. But that's like real deal. <laughs> it was it, definitely. I mean, I don't know what the gradient gets to or any of that, right? Like, I it just doesn't matter to me, it, right? Right. It because it, it is what it is. Going out, it's a little gradual. Then you get a, a pretty good climb. Coming back, it's pretty steep. So. I I think, you know, and I tried to really power up that. And um, I think it could have been that a little bit, possibly. Also, after the race, I decided that I wanted to use my other pair of Ultras, which are the Escalante, which have a little less cushion in them. Mm -hmm. So maybe maybe that aggravated something too. Um, Or maybe just with where I'm at, Maybe those, maybe I needed an extra, you know, with my age, maybe I needed an extra day or two of rest and just didn't realize it. And I mean, it's not, it's not a coach's issue, right? Like I didn't really race that thing, right? So Holly Ann's thinking, okay, we're going to, we're going to slowly build you back up. And so maybe I needed more time off, possibly. In other words, I don't really know. But it, I could tell you that it stopped me from running, and it's been very difficult for me not to run. The The other problem with that is, although you don't lose weight, you lose your weight in the kitchen, right? Mm-hmm. But when you're running more, you have to eat a little more. My body doesn't really know I'm right. now not running. And so I'm ravenous and not yeah. moving. And it, it was a rough... And I have the mental thing of, I'm hurting... Right, right, and I can't, I can't get that exercise. And it was so it's like that perfect storm happens, and I struggled some uh, for the week, for the week, and I was so excited too after the first day that I felt good, and my pace was pretty quick, like mm-hmm. for me, like twelve thirty for those three miles, and it felt easy, and my heart rate showed it was easy. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, wow, like. I'm starting to feel the adaptations coming. That's like a full, it's getting close to a full minute faster. And it was warm that day. So, you know, like I'm like, wow, it's warm. It's got a high dew point. I'm really like, okay, I'm turning a corner here. And then the next day it comes to a crashing halt. And I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. 
And so did you get any runs in or no? I just got those two runs in. So just I got seven two. miles. And I tried I tried yesterday uh, to go out. I walked a little and then I just I started to run and I wasn't ten steps in and I'm like, nope, this is so not. So you right. couldn't even walk. I I walked about a mile, but if I tried to speed up so yeah, I mean yeah, I yeah. walked at like a twenty minute pace. Like mm-hmm. I it was a leisurely pace. When I tried to speed up, the pain would come pretty quick. So I was a little concerned too because I had committed to my daughter that we'd do this camping thing. So there's some pictures I'm tagged in on Facebook my wife posted uh, that I I set up a tent for the first time in my life. So I'm trying to get over like the mental blocks that I'm having by doing things that I've committed to. (laughs) I I was actually on my feet a lot yesterday. I I did a lot. And... So I was a little scared. I, so for the first time in my life, I set up a tent. For only the second time in my life, I slept outside in a tent. And I was on an air mattress. And I thought, okay, I'm going to be, I'm really going to be hurting. Yeah, well, the next day. I made a comment to Gretchen. I'm like, looks like we're talking about back issues yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So that my, I, I will tell you, my issue was more... We have a massive pressure system change, which is when I still do get bad headaches and migraines. Uh-huh. Luckily, it's held off from being a migraine, but it's a pretty bad headache. And I started getting it last night around 6 o'clock, and I'm still battling it right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if this is not my A game on this show, uh, I mean, I'm pretty mediocre to begin with, so this could be really bad. <laughs> uh, so I was in some pain, but you know, I'm in a tent you know, with my seven-year-old and, you know, we're telling goofy ghost stories and we're, you know, just talking and, you know, you just do what you got to do. And then she was just so hyped up. It finally gets to, you know, 10 o'clock and, you know, she's seven. So I try not to let her stay up that late. Yeah. You got to go to sleep. She's like, I'm not tired. I'm like, well, your dad is. So (laughs) daddy's um, going to sleep. (laughs) I laid there pretty miserable for quite a long time though, because of the, the headache. But I will say, other than that, physically, maybe my hip needed that because I went from about like if I had to put a percentage on it, you know, like I was at about 33 percent the day, you know, uh, yesterday. And today when I woke up and got moving, I'm like 70 percent like in the the sharp pain is more dull when I uh, move it in a in the ways that were bothering me. Mm-hmm. So I think just doing the rehab stuff and resting has been the right move. I'm going to rest it again today and try to see if I can run some tomorrow. Easy, though. I'm going to watch it. And if it still is bothering me, I'll make a doctor's appointment. A week of, of it is enough. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to make, see if, if rest would do it. Mm-hmm. And my guess is it will, just the way that it feels now. I think it'll be fine. But it was a rough, it was a rough go. Yeah, I mean, my eating was like great. My exercise was almost non-existent. I, I need to get more cross training in. I think this is the lesson that I've learned here is I can't lean on running this much. I've got to get some cycling. I've got to get more strength training. I've really got to get more well rounded so that I could take some of the pressure off. Yeah, uh, yeah. The running you- aspect. Do you listen to the uh, uh, Adventure Jogger podcast at all? I've heard of that. I, yeah, I know. 
I, I know who he is, and I know that when he had to change his, his podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Boy, from, <laughs> talk about craziness. But he talks a lot about now is how he never realized how weightlifting is beneficial. And not like any kind of crazy, like, you know, bodybuilding or anything, but how weightlifting is so beneficial to running and now how he's incorporating that more into his like regular running routine and the people he interviews um, a lot of them are under the the agreement that weight that weightlifting in some way is super beneficial yeah ryan um who's the host of adventure jogger is i mean a very kind of everyday down-to-earth dude yeah and so he he te- he does everything kind of like that, right? Like it, I mean, he's done big things, right, in his life, mm-hmm. but it's very kind of matter of fact. I feel with with him, and uh, very easy to connect to. It's a he's a great. I mean, I I've listened here and there. I don't listen religiously, uh, but I know that he's talked you know a bunch about that and. He didn't go all um, Ryan Hall with it, you know the <laughs> Ryan yeah. Hall. The but very talk about unbelievable transformations. Yeah, what Ryan Hall did is legit. <laughs> yeah, if you don't know who Ryan Hall is, he's a, a, a world class marathoner turned strength insane guru dude. Like he, yeah, he, he bulked up because when you're an elite marathoner, bulk like, is your enemy. <laughs> One of the best American marathoners ever, ever, yeah. right? Yeah. And then, and I don't think he did anything crazy. Like he just ch- changed his training from, you know, two hour being a two hour what twelve fifteen marathoner to being a more casual runner and weightlifter, and his body transformation might be one of the most impressive things ever. That, like, so we're in dis- that realm. Yeah, where I'll disagree is that he didn't go crazy. He did. I mean, yeah, well, he, he was in the gym <laughs> a, a, an enormous amount of time. Yeah, and, well, it's like one addiction to the other. Yes, I mean, and and so basically, he set out to do it, right? Like he decided mm-hmm. to do it. It wasn't like accidental, uh, and he still can run very fast. I mean, he's still very yeah. good shape. Uh, I think even I think after he bulked up, he did the seven continents challenge mm-hmm. um, for marathons, um, where you do a con a continent a day basically um, and do a marathon. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's um, it's it's pretty crazy how I really believe that one of the big things that we do as we get older, we don't think about the fact that maybe we don't take in um, the right amounts of strength exercise as we're losing the muscle mass right like yeah, it's we're, more important now yeah right so i'm i i had a plan to do that and i just didn't right yeah. so i just didn't execute on my plan i start it i stop i start i stop and it's gotta just get more consistent so i mentioned a few weeks ago that i found a good i think i mentioned it on here, maybe I just told Gretchen. I found a six-week program to do on Mirror, mm-hmm. and I just need to get that started this week. I did, I, I got to do it. So that's definitely a goal this week is to finish healing up 
get back to some runs, get back to the eating that I was doing for all those weeks that got me to be much better, get on to some strength and just move it forward. So, and it's a challenging week. We all have these challenges, right? I mean, I just had like a six week <laughs> challenge of yeah, the wrong I, kind, right? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think where I'm most proud of this is I'm taking a, you know, a, a week of, of challenge, right? And, and noticing it and fixing it versus the weeks or months or sometimes even years of my life where I would struggle and yeah. kind of give up and not do anything about it. Yeah, no, I'm Pete. I'm very <laughs> familiar with with that. You know, letting the struggle just steamroll down the hill. Yeah. So, and, and and it'll be a tough week to do it because Gretchen, who works from the couch, as we all know, is actually in in an office this week because mm. somebody you know she just hired somebody new for her team. He's in town. So she's got to go to the city. She's got to go to Chicago every day. So I've got to figure out how do I get these runs in when I've got nobody to watch. Yeah, yeah. Michaela can't leave a seven-year-old at home. You can't. I mean, I guess I could push the seven-year-old in a in a stroller, but it's, she ride a bike. Uh, sort of. Yeah, not fast enough though. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's we don't really have a straight. It's messy suburban sidewalks. I mean... Yeah, well, I would go to a park. That's what I used to do with Braden is, you know, we would just go to a a park where there's no traffic or anything and just go on a trail and I would run and he would ride his bike and then I'd scream for him to slow down and turn around and he would do the zigzag back and forth, you know, with me. Yeah, I, I mean, she's not quite to that point yet and we don't really have something... Mm-hmm. conducive to it right like we just don't um so right now it's gonna be i'll figure it out one way or another even if i got to do the runs at night yeah uh, but we've got a, it's a busy week right it's it's just one of those weeks where there's a there's a lot of stuff packed in sure this is a this is a week that normally in the past i'd have all the excuses on why i couldn't do stuff now i'm trying to find the ways i can get it done and that's that's victory right there, right? Yeah. Figuring out how I'm going to do it versus, well, I'm not going to get it done. Even if you, you know, just walk with her for a couple miles, right? Yeah. Go to, a, yeah. you know, the botanical gardens or something, right? Yeah. I mean, there, we we will get this in some way, somehow. And my guess is I'll do most, I mean, I, I haven't really talked to Howie Ann about like what's the plan gonna tweak right but my guess is we'll do easy miles there probably won't be a workout now yeah i mean i can call you when i wake up at three o'clock your time hey pete (laughs) go get out the door i'm gonna say no to that yeah that's what i figured but i i wanted to be a good friend and make the offer yeah i might have to do tomorrow might have to be that 6 a.m or 5 30 a.m run just because of the way that the day tomorrow is absolutely packed i have a follow-up with my cpap um, yeah. Although I didn't use it last night in the tent, um, I guess I could have run the cord, but decided not to. Yeah, uh, didn't want to scare the kid too much. Uh, so I've got I've got a follow up. She's got uh, swim swim lessons this week. Uh, the so big camp. She's got a camp, yeah. Where she's is gonna, that it? 
Yeah. Is she starting that? Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So it was supposed to start today, but it's raining um, pretty good, so it won't now. So yeah, I'm excited do... to hear how that goes. Yeah, me too. Forty five minutes a day to to see if we can for a couple of weeks to see if we can get her, you know, over these little fears that she's got. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've got that 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 going on, you know, every day of the week. Uh, we've got my niece's graduation tonight, uh, tomorrow night. So like, I've got to basically get her to her swim lesson. Then I got to take her to my mom's because, or maybe my mom will come here. No, I got to get her to my mom's because then I got to go to the doctor. And right now the doctor is asked, don't bring other people with you yeah, yeah. With, the, with the surge uh, in COVID. And you know, it's a pulmonary thing. So, um, so I have to go do that, that follow up, go back and get her, we get, you know, get her ready to go to that graduation, you know, go up there. We'll take Gretchen to the train in the morning. So it's, like that's just one day, right? And and yeah, that's, that's just chaos. that's called life, right? Like <laughs> yeah. in like in the past, you would be able to tell in my voice I was complaining. I'm not complaining. Like yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like that's just the facts. And where I'm still better mentally is I'm just accepting of that stuff mm-hmm. and uh, not worried about getting it done. It all will get done. Yep. It's just how do you want to get it in there? And then the other piece of that is with. Where Michaela's at just with school is she she just struggles a little bit with um, she's still struggling a little bit with reading and, and stuff. So I have to work with her every day. It's about two and a half hours worth of work total that I'm doing yeah. with her a day. Uh, Beat back in the teacher union. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> so I, I mean and what I keep saying is I'm not qualified to do this. So uh, but you know, we've got a plan, we're executing it. You just, you got to do what you got to do. And, yeah. and that's where, if I wasn't in a good mindset overall still, this this would really throw me. So, yeah. you know, rough week. <laughs> but we'll, you got we'll recover. <laughs> yeah. But I do have a race schedule, Dave. Uh-oh. I, I have my plan leading up to Chicago now. So, um... So is this week one of Pete's going to crush Chicago Marathon? No, 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 no. We've been <laughs> we've been doing that already for, for right, right, weeks. right. Uh, so the big thing was Holly Ann wanted me to kind of see where my fitness is at with a five k. Mm. And if you've never raced a five k, it's absolutely miserable. Yeah. Forget about it. To go as fast <laughs> as you know you can for three point one plus miles. So is that uh, where you are? You gonna actually are you gonna race race a five k? Yeah. So I'm nice. signing up July third. So nice, perfect weather time. Yeah. Uh, for a five k <laughs> at Frontier Days in Arlington Heights. So if anybody wants to join me, oh, that's awesome. Feel free to come see That's me. That's like at, my neck of the woods. Why am I coming home three weeks later? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, July third, five k frontier days. Yep. So I'm, I'm excited to see where I'm at by then, though. Yeah. Uh, Any feel, predictions? No, I you know I don't because I I'm gonna go pretty much. I'm gonna race it right. So yeah, yeah. We're gonna see where I'm at by then. You know, and, sub thirty. 
You're like, shut up, David. <laughs> I, I don't think I'm there yet. I'm not going to say no, because you never yeah. know what happens. I I think that what I need to do is drop weight for that to happen, right? Yeah. When I did my sub 30, I've only done one sub 30, but when I did it, I was significantly lighter than this. Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, I was a good 25 pounds lighter than this. Yeah. And right there, that's almost a minute mm-hmm. <laughs> per mile, right? So yeah. you know, if I'm running 33 minutes today, it could be 30 minutes, you know, there just you by go. dropping that weight. Uh, and then the other big one is I'm going to race a half marathon September 10th, the Hidden Gem Half Marathon in Flossmoor, Illinois. Ah. So my old neck of the woods. Yeah, the red and white stripe Homewood Flossmoor High School. Yeah, yeah. So I <laughs> lived not far from Homewood Flossmoor growing up for a long time, and I was in a town called Hazelcrest. Sure. At 183rd and Kedzie. So I was not far from there. And I went to yeah. school in Homewood okay. uh, at St. Joe's from uh, first through uh, sixth grades before we moved to Oak Forest. So I, I spent a lot of time in Homewood and, and Flossmoor. Mm-hmm. So this race will, will be in Flossmoor. And it's always a trip down memory lane, right? Uh, yeah. To go to these places. So yeah, if anybody wants to join me in that one, that's September 10th in uh, South Suburban Flossmoor. So Love it. I've got the races leading up to October 9th in the city of Chicago at this point. Awesome. So yeah, that's where I got I, nothing. <laughs> it's probably not a bad bad thing. No, right? it, I, I am totally working on refocusing and learning how to not plan to run the Badger 100 next year like I always do. You know that. And uh, focusing on three miles on Tuesday, which is tomorrow. That's all I really care about. That's great. I mean, that's a huge shift in mindset. It's big for me. Huge for me. Yeah. I, I think I would. I think you're saying right. It's necessary in order to get where you want to go. First, you got to be. It sounds stupid, right? But to get where you want to go, you got to be where you want to be. So, if you don't yeah. focus on well, today, and I used to be in a place where, and not any time in recent memory, but if I wanted to do something, I could just sign up and do it. Right? I was in that shape. And now, like, I'm not in the shape to do anything but try and get my fat butt out the door tomorrow. And that's my and that's my goal. And if I can do that 25 times, one at a time, 25 times, then I'll worry about the next step. But until right. all I care about is getting out the door tomorrow. Yeah. I just re-listened to uh marcus aurelius meditations i don't Mm -hmm. know if you've ever ever read that or listened to it but Mm -mm. you know so marcus aurelius a roman emperor uh one of the better uh known stoic philosopher converts right and followers he wrote a lot uh in a personal journal meditations is a personal journal that became like he was writing to himself right and one of the things I'm paraphrasing here, right? But one of the things he basically says is you can't 
you don't own the past and you don't own the future. So, because you have no control of the past and you have no control of the future. Right. So because of that, nobody can take your past away from you and nobody could take your future away from you. All you have is today, the present, this moment that you can conquer, right? That you can do something about. And people, you can allow people to take that from you. Mm -hmm. And so when you start to do things like focus on the run that's in front of you, focus on the step that's in front of you, you gain more control. And therefore, the future becomes a little bit easier and your past becomes a little more meaningful, right? Yeah, and there's there's so much less, I feel so much less pressure. That's it. That I'm not thinking about anything. Like, uh, Braden, we had to switch Braden up uh, for the summertime because he's got so much travel and overnight camp coming up. And his whole, like, track season's over. So he is like this new kid. Summer swim starts today. And I totally just blanked on the point I was trying to make. But there's so much less pressure that I feel that I can just go and enjoy and work out with Braden. And uh, he he saw this thing at the at this new gym that we're at. For a, a, it was like a six week or thirteen week weight loss challenge, and I read it, and it says on the bottom, um, you need an Apple Watch, and he's like, just do it on your own. Start take one, and he said, just take one day and make a change, because I always that's how I I tell him I don't know how to do it for myself, but. There's so much less pressure and punishment and failure if you only look at my walk tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, and the same goes for for our meals and weight loss and overall health. It's it's whatever's in front of you. If, yeah. If you take a little bit less on the plate, right, you know, this moment when you're when you're eating, you worry about the, the run that's or the walk that's right in front of you, the workout that's right in front of you, you smile one time when you normally would have gotten mad or frustrated, it all adds up, right? I mean, it, it that's the embodiment of the be better today hashtag, mm-hmm. right? Like that's where it came from. I mean, I'm five years into this or whatever it's been and I'm still working on it. But it's a never-ending quest. I mean, yeah. it's never going to stop. So Who says, I forget, you have the Be Better Today, and then someone I listen to or read is like a, in the same realm as 1% better, right? Yeah. Be 1% better today or tomorrow. I forget what exactly what he says, but it's yeah. in the same realm. It's yeah. just make one... Do one thing different tomorrow that you wish you did today. Yeah. And and if you're if you're going to try to quantify things, right? I think that's where that's my, my only difference like would be on even what saying one percent, right? I get the the premise, but I'm not even trying to quantify what better is. I just mm-hmm. you just kind of know it when it happens, right? So I don't know. I feel like we're both now 
getting in a in a better direction. I'm gonna shake off this one down week and move forward. You've got but some it's good not stuff to really get done. A, a down week because we're not four weeks from now when you're like it all fell apart. You right. know, kind of how what happened to me, and and it's a huge step. I think for you is to be like, all right, we're gonna nip this butt day two and figure yeah. this out and make the change. Oh yeah, I mean, there. I knew coming into today that look, with, when I get these headaches, I, I'm not, I'm not in a good headspace, right? Mm-hmm. So. It was a lot for me to to still do this episode. And one of the things that drove me to to still do it was I wanted to confront what my week was head on versus put my head in the sand and ignore it. Mm -hmm. Because if I did that, I was afraid it would turn into two, into three, into four. And all of a sudden, those runs become a chore versus the joy that I was getting from them even when they were miserable. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's a good thing. I mean, I enjoy, I'm enjoying the process so much. I want the process to be the goal so badly that when I miss, miss these things, it's just kind of just messes with you a little bit. At the same sure. time, I'm also not, um, I'm not beating myself up for it. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I, I get it. Things happen. I'm I'm 51. Like it, <laughs> I don't bounce back the same way as I did at, at right. 31. Um, even at 41. Right. I mean, there's still there's another decade here. It's not an easy sure. thing to do. So, you know, it'll happen. Yes, all sir. right, man. That's that's all I got this week. You got anything else? No, man. I'm just glad to have a halfway decent conversation of positiveness <laughs> on my end right it's I, yeah. i've been poopy patty debbie downer for uh a good solid month if not more so uh i appreciate all the support uh sarah with an h we kind of talk to each other every couple of weeks so i like having um that accountability like just kind of how we met right just a. Yep. Uh, and that's the, I think, the benefit of modern day society is that you can connect with someone that you've never truly met in person and um, get a, a, a benefit and positiveness that it, the world's not all bad. The Internet's all, not all bad. And, of course, there are parts of it that are. But um, it's nice to have a new person who'd be like, hey, I, I get it kind of, yeah. you know developing that friendship and know that you got people I know that I have support but it's nice there are other ways like of course Farica supports me and loves me but it's nice that a person that I've never met can be like hey you got this I feel yeah. what you're saying for so, sure I love awesome. this world awesome all right well let's wrap it up all right Pete feel better Thanks. All right. You've been listening to episode 146 of the Fat Man Chronicles. FMC runs Chicago chapter 17. The music is You Got Me Wrong by Safar. You can find Dave and I on social media if you do want to send out a little bit of uh, thank you uh, and uh, some words of encouragement. Hey, the dog didn't come into the end today. That's pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
uh, the one thing you could do for us, maybe you know, throw in a rating and a review uh, on the podcast. And the big thing is share it with somebody who may need that support to understand they are not alone. Other than that, everyone get out there and be better today. <laughs>